0: this is the she do that podcast Tudry That is a London-based animation community aimed at developing female-identifying freelancers' skills and connecting them with people in industry to strengthen their employability and hopefully go some way to narrowing the gender gap we see in the animation industry. Each episode will consist of a conversation between two women from the UK animation industry, one junior and one senior chatting about their specialism and throwing some light on the different career paths within the industry. This first episode is a two-part conversation between a junior and senior animator who both freelance in London. During the first part of the conversation, they reflect on what it's like finishing university and starting out as a freelancer in the animation industry. Fair warning, if you can't stand hearing the word like, then you might want to turn off now. There's only so much I can edit out, I'm afraid. There's also a few studios and softwares mentioned, all of which will be in the show notes. This is our first go-to podcast, so we hope it's helpful and we look forward to hearing your feedback. Now to let our speakers introduce themselves.
1: I'm Eloise Garlick. I've been freelancing for three years now. I graduated in 2018 from an animation illustration BA, then went straight into a running position at a London studio. Since then, I've worked my way into cleanup and animation roles.
0: Hi, I'm Hannah Lau Walker, a 2D animator who's been freelancing for 10 years now. I graduated from Central St. Martins with a postgraduate in character animation in 2011. Since then, I've been working in London, mainly in commercial animation. But yeah, I guess I'll just start with the fact that we met at Strange Beast.
1: Yeah, it was January of 2019. I oh my god, it's so specific. Yesterday.
0: Was that the... Um, kettles job mm. oh but i met you before then though like because you've been running
1: yeah i'm not sure i was really like introduced to you like i don't actually remember knowing your name and stuff because i think mm. when i started kettles i think kitty was like this is hannah and i think for me you were always like the one who wears the, the toy story trousers but that is how i like to be known i never knew your name but yeah as- <laughs> I was quite
0: happy knowing you was um, <laughs> the Toy Story trousers girl. Just screamed Toy Story trousers. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> That's nice. What is it that you need? <laughs> I'm at your service. <laughs> you stand in the room and say Toy Story three times. <laughs> yeah. And I just, appear there from nowhere. <laughs> Magical. Um, you'd been running there for a little while then. So how long
1: was it since you'd left uni at that point? So I left uni in like the May of 2018 mm. and I remember I had my interview to be a runner before I even left the uni and they basically said once you've finished let us know and I remember like I think I did my trial shift before I actually left so it was almost it was pretty much instantly which was really really great mm, that's
0: really nice to like sort of just kind of keep running into it like, yeah you don't lose momentum
1: from yeah the it was super
0: super smooth transition and how was like how was that last year of uni for you like knowing that you sort of had set up something did you feel a bit more relaxed as you were finishing was it still like quite intense
1: I think there was still quite an intense feeling because I I think you always want to do well no matter what you have planned afterwards mm. but yeah that that final year was quite was definitely the more intense of the three um, and there was like a lot of pressure on making like the perfect final film any of the modules that we had during that final year all basically tied into the final film so like Mm. if we were writing our dissertation it had to be related to something to do with the film and then if you chose like a certain visual style they would assume that that's the style that you want to be represented as and so your website had to also marry that it it was quite you had to really really think about what you wanted to be seen as.
0: Wow, that's like, yeah, I mean, was your course built to be directors or, like, animators? Like, did they have sort of a clear goal? Because I imagine, like, as a director, maybe that's, like, really important to have, like, I mean, you know, you can be a director and not have a distinct style, but I guess it's easier for you to come out of uni and be like, people are buying this product as a director, you look like this. Yeah,
1: I feel like that makes a lot of sense, and I don't recall the course ever, like, saying specifically... This is about becoming a director, but I think actually on reflection there was a lot that they taught us that kind of sent us down that road, if you know what I mean, so like they taught us a lot about the story writing and the like every process of making a film Mm. and not perhaps necessarily like the ins and outs of being an animator in itself. There was a massive pressure to get that film finished and like shiny and sparkly and perfect send it off to festivals and have a festival piece that would be recognized by studios or like something that you could like put in front of their faces and wow them with when you had your film did
0: you think oh i'm going to did you think i'm going to give this to a studio and they're going to take me on as a director or like as an animator or as a runner like how did you how did you imagine if, I just am interested in like how you imagine it had gone, how it was going to go, yeah. and then what was the reality of that? Did you find?
1: I think the university was always quite realistic with us and was like, if you want to start in the industry, you have to start as a cleanup artist or a runner and work your way up. Mm. Which is why it's quite interesting that they were really keen for us to have like a five star film. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I think the course was really like keen to have people get their films in festivals and stuff like that and then that would yeah gain the university
0: notoriety.
1: exactly yeah yeah that's, so, yeah, that's, that's annoying because you're like it's not about you yeah, guys
0: it's <laughs> about me <laughs> yeah. it's about me and my future because i mean like did you feel when you sort of went into the industry maybe a little underprepared for actual animation if you sort of because obviously that's a great basis to have as like a for directing and at some point you can like when you know the more experience you have that will evolve and that's really nice but on that initial stage did you feel a little oh god actually are my animation skills good enough to sort of step into commercials
1: yeah no I think that's totally how I felt especially like my first like commercial project that I did actually work on it was a massive difference to how I treated my time developing that final film because i remember like loads of my animation was really straight ahead and then i think when i worked on the commercial job i was like wow this is this is not <laughs> how it works you yeah. did not work straight ahead <laughs>
0: yeah. oh man yeah i remember doing all of my work i think on my postcards was all straight ahead mm. and i was like oh yeah i think this is just the best way to work this makes so much sense and then obviously going to a commercial where everything has to be like timed out to a certain point you're like not to any straight ahead. This is like i have got yeah. to really like reach, almost like retrain your brain. Yeah, I think that's like what I because if I'd done a degree, wanting to be an animator, I feel like it would have been far more important to do lots of like little animations and little gifs to sort of show my essentially my final film being a showreel rather than trying to also figure out how to create a story and design characters. Yeah, and have a like a narrative that it went through.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm. I am grateful to have learned all of that stuff, and I think like my end goal. I would love to be a director, so I. am glad that I kind of have that kind of knowledge under my belt. Mm. But I think for the time, as you say, like it would have just been so great to have a year where we just like bash out loads of gifs, or you know, like really exercise that animation, yeah. rather than get bogged down in like character development and storylines and mm. that kind of thing. And then, so then you did
0: start, like, applying for... Well, no, you went straight into running, but did you... You had a CV for that, or did
1: you send them your showreel? Did you send them your film in the end? I can't remember, actually. I probably didn't, because, like, even while I was making the film, I was like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. <laughs> so I think as soon as I was able to push that under the carpet, I did. Mm. But I made, like, a really shiny CV, and I had a showreel, which... The film might have featured on really slightly, but it wasn't, like, the forefront. And, yeah, it was the CV that got noticed by the reception. Oh, yeah. And they rang me. And apparently it wasn't even the receptionist that saw it. It was somebody that was covering reception just for, like, half an hour or something. And they were, like, just scrolling through. And my CV was bright pink with, like, doodles all over it. (laughs) And apparently the guy was like, I think we should give this Miss Garlic a shot. (laughs) i love that it <laughs> will be star- forever grateful it stands
0: out forever grateful for pink CB. absolutely oh but i think like there was like because when we did a uh, did one of the residencies like the applications mm-hmm. you see some that are like word documents which, which is, is fine mm-hmm. but then you see others where they've designed this
1: whole thing it's all these colors it's so beautiful that you're like you can't why not... would I not look at this one yeah and like give it the attention it deserves really?
0: yeah you can just you feel like somebody's put in time to do that thing yeah I mean also pink wow come on who's not looking at a pink CV exactly when I apply for jobs now I do not use a CV at all You just send them your showreel. I have I don't have a actual CV anymore like I do have a LinkedIn my I don't know if anyone really looks it because I just use it for a record because
1: i have a terrible memory so, and that's like, such a good idea like i have this like really battered old notebook and in the back of it i have like in june 2020 oh, that's so i did cute. this I love that. i'm gonna lose it and i'm gonna forget everything that i was ever a part of you're like i swear it used to work somewhere. <laughs> i did something <laughs> when i was 20
0: because <laughs> ah, it, it is so nice to have like that record as well because especially when you're when you go through a stint of back-to-back jobs you just like forget or if it's like now pandemic times I there was a job like that went live the other day and I was like oh my god I think I worked on forgot that I forgot I was part of that yeah. <laughs> just like what was that project yeah Price. that's so true so how did you first start out like you you're running <laughs> I saw you running and then one day you all want to jump with me I was, like, oh. I was just a blur in the
1: distance <laughs> like running across the road getting a coffee yeah what was your
0: experience of running because you did it for
1: I think was it for about eight months I think like solidly and I think because I was fresh out of uni I was just really grateful to have anything and mm. to be like around people that were so important to my future <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the reality was I was literally like buying them coffees changing their bins mm. like, getting their lunches and sandwiches and stuff um and I think in terms of experience I really just wasn't you know how I said like you do it three months solid working on a final film and then like eight months making coffees and teas and then yeah. you're expected to like be a really really proficient professional yeah, yeah. a really good like clean part as well animator for a job and it's yeah. like that is it just cannot be the reality
0: well the, that is actually that is the crazy thing because like animation is such a it's like you have to do it every day it's like exercise as soon as you even, like, sometimes I'll stop animating for a couple of days and I just feel like I need to build that muscle up yeah. again. And the idea of you running for eight months yeah, and then being like,
1: oh, be great at this job. Yeah, like, especially ah. as someone who's only really known how to animate for, like, two years anyway. Yeah. To so just suddenly stop all of that when you're literally just starting to get to know it. Yeah. It feels really strange. And I did have, like, a few little opportunities when I was a runner, but it was mainly, like, graphic design things. So I got to work on commercial jobs or pitches for jobs. Yeah. So I had, I did gain good experience through some of those things. But knowing where I wanted to be, it was quite it's frustrating, I think. Quite a difference. Yeah. But yeah, I think getting to know the people was a really, really important thing for me. And I think that's what definitely helped me get to where I am today. Mm. Getting to know the people before showing off, you know. <laughs> Everyone wants <laughs> to be a people <laughs> naturally. <laughs> but yeah, I think it it was it was a nice way, and I, like, it, it. maybe it, like took the pressure off a little bit. Like I didn't have to like sit in front of a cintiq and be like, see what I can do, mm. and I could just be myself and be really friendly with these people, and they would still. You'd trust already me. like yeah, but had that groundwork for being like, you know me,
0: you like hopefully you like me, yeah. and now now I can like work, and it's not such a like because that is the hard thing I think sometimes like you Know starting out is not only showing off or like doing trying to use your skills in, a, in an effective way in a new environment, but also you're engaging with all these new people, yeah, who are immediately t- intimidating only because the power that they have, yeah, yeah, and
1: so it's like I can't, yeah, I like, and it's one of those things like in, in the time you don't realize that it's not great, you know, like where yeah. I'm sitting now changing bins for eight months is absolute hell. Mm. But when I was doing it, I was like, this is fine because one day I'm gonna be an animator because I've done this. Yeah, totally. And I've impressed that person. Yeah. But that being said, there were people who that I, I was like running alongside them and they would just, they would come and go like, Mm. if they weren't good at carrying eight coffees in one hand, (laughs) they'd be like, no, next. Yeah. And it's quite savage because like some of those people could have been and were really really talented that sucks like that's really tough when you're when because because the
0: idea that you're like auditioning to be an animator through a skill that you don't need as an animator Mm -hmm. I mean I definitely can't hold eight coffees I can just about hold my own coffee (laughs) but I can but I can still animate the idea that those are in any way linked Mm. is to me just feels so like abstract but also it is I guess the thing that you were able to, like, you know, not everyone does, but you were able to do was, you know, meeting people and then getting work from that.
1: Yeah. And I think, like, to me, any sort of experience was good experience. And, like, I'm just, I think I'm just a nerd and was, like, really happy to learn everything. Like, yeah, I loved knowing how all, like, the pitching process worked. Or, like some like, one day I'd spend... Like, I remember one time I had to, like, design a birthday card because... They they'd shot some live action and they they realised that one of the birthday cards in this live action shot was hallmarked, so oh, they had to like have a birthday card comped over the top of the whole shot. Oh yeah, and that's like, so I mean, you wouldn't even like at the time I was like, what am I even doing this for? I don't really understand it. But yeah. now I watch the advert back, and I'm like, that's my birthday card. I, was like, I did that. Yeah, there are like cool little things like that that you get the opportunity to do. Yeah, that's really interesting. That actually you're getting like quite a
0: broad scope because obviously like as someone who went straight into animation only more recently when I'm like doing lead work I'm like oh this is what comping is and this is like all of these like other elements and like more about the pitching process and like actually that side of things so being able to like see more of it must like give you a better understanding of how the industry works
1: yeah totally I'm very grateful to have had that insight I think definitely
0: Mm. and do you think that there's like know thinking about the fact that you were doing that for eight months like did you feel like obviously it'd be it'd be nice if you only had to do that for one month and then like great broad understanding cool 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 now let's (laughs) start working like was there anything that could have made that transition like do you do you know why kind of it took that long like or was that just how long it takes from your experience
1: yeah I think There was, when I started, there was, like, a team of runners, and Mm. I think there is some kind of hierarchy in that, so, like, people who've been there longer will get priority over those who have just come in, and I think it took me a few months for, like, those ones to either move up or get told to to go. go. Yeah. And it was a matter of, like, I think just proving myself or, like, gaining enough trust with the producers. hmm For them to think oh okay it's it's time that we actually put you on something yeah and I think just because I was really chatty with like everyone who worked there and there was a director who was being repped by the studio at the time Mm. who was like why don't you come to my studio I've seen your show real like I know that you can do you can animate yeah yeah (laughs) I wouldn't like to say <laughs> what, to what degree. <laughs> I <laughs> know you could draw <laughs> frames. So <that laughs> You, you <is> can turn <laughs> the computer on and that is great. Right. <laughs> That's all you need. And he was like, what do they pay you to run here? Like, I will mm. pay you, like, three days of that or whatever. I come to my studio and I'll, like, t- train you up, basically, and, like, tell you... Oh, amazing. Tell you yeah. what to do. Because I'd never cleaned up before. Like, with uni, all we'd ever really known was, work, like, just work really clean. Mm. So to... To have had that experience is like so, so, so valuable to me and I'm insanely grateful. And it was from that that the original studio were like, oh, so, you know, she can. She can. She can. We realise she can. If we trust her, then we can
0: trust her. I mean, that is the thing that is crazy, is that like even when you're in a place it takes one person to be like i trust you mm. or like i'm gonna give you my time
1: it's just opportunity isn't yeah. it give that person that like even if it's a day like just one opportunity because mm. i i could probably still be changing bins, right now no i don't <laughs> i'd still be there trying i absolutely yeah like well,
0: it's because you especially if you're like you've committed time to that thing you're like well i can't like, I've already invested. Yeah, I don't want to
1: waste now. Oh, like, yeah. if I leave now... I'm not stopping, so I'm going to go forever until somebody a job. Somebody will notice. Um,
0: but no, that's incredible. And I think that, like, something studios should be doing is actually training, training the people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's such a short-sightedness. I mean, granted, like, animation is always insane and crazy.
1: Yeah, and every project's quite different. Like, I think clean up in one studio is very different from absolutely like even
0: just from directors to directors Mm -hmm. but I feel like if you can give like new people like that one sort of that one week that one opportunity to just learn how to do what you do Mm. then you can also like you're like building your own teams you're creating a structure that means you don't have to keep like you know sometimes when like if you're busy they're like, okay, well, that's it. There's no one else. Yeah. I'm now, I've got to scramble and find random people. As if you are just like taking on that, like a handful of people, training them, you can just keep like.
1: Yeah, your you know, pool is forever
0: full. Yes, I think yeah, it's like you're you know, creating a solid team to work with. Yeah. And,
1: and people I mean, that really love working with you as well. Like, there, yeah. is no, there is no better loyalty than to someone who has like literally taken time to show you oh A, B, and God. C. Yeah. Like, of yeah. course, I would work with them again
0: yeah yeah like no doubt it's like you like you saw me and and actually so like in some instances gave me a career like there were definitely people i've worked with who i'm like if it wasn't for you things would be very different and not in a fun way
1: yeah no it's so true it really does just take like one person um but yeah you because you where was your uni my uni was in east london Mm. So I was already in London for uni, but I, I wanted to choose a London-based university because I knew that was where the industry was. I think, like, at the time of graduating, I was emailing studios all the time, and there was something nice in knowing that the people that I'm emailing are literally, like, here. And if they do say, yeah, come and come for an interview or whatever, I could literally just go, yeah. Mm. And I think at uni also were really good in, like, our first and second years where they, um, took, they took us round a few studios. Oh, that's nice. So we had, like, little visits, which were obviously really, really easy because we were, like, half an hour from so central good. London. Yeah, it was really, really good. Did it feel like as well
0: that seeing the studios, were you, like, less intimidated because you'd seen them? Do you know what I mean? Like, because it, it, it sort of contextualised them rather than being, like, abstract. What does a studio look like?
1: Yeah, I think... It almost did both, like, Um, all the anxiety of not knowing what a studio looked like, that was all put to rest because mm -hmm. we found out what they looked like, Yeah. but then the new things kick in, like, why is everyone so quiet, or like, like, there were a lot of new things that were like, oh, that person didn't even look up when we walked past, is that what it's like, and (laughs) I don't know, there were just weird little new things like that. Oh, that's really interesting. Like, Like, was it a
0: big jump, like, when you come into animation, did you feel like... I don't know what's happening. Like, what are people going to be like? What? Because now I think of, I remember I spoke to somebody who, she's quite new to the industry and she was um, complaining about one studio because it was super quiet. And I was like, I love a super quiet studio (laughs) because I'm such, because I'm so terrible. Like, I just like, want to focus in and like stare deeply into my screen for hours on end which obviously is not everyone's cup of tea and it's not healthy and it's definitely not healthy oh no, like <laughs> when I you want, want to destroy myself <laughs> well even you, you talk about animation I feel like being healthy is like a real
1: um, <laughs> like way out there <laughs> yeah, it's
0: just in the distance like, oh that's something I should consider I'll come back to that later but also I'm hunched in a ball right now <laughs> staring at a steaming pots and tea somehow i've got comfy
1: in this weird arch somehow
0: this is natural now. <laughs> like,
1: like, just like curled over I love How this is so not helpful for the podcast because we're both like <laughs> punched into tiny balls with like claw hands yeah little claw
0: hands our little claw backs that all feels like supernatural now um like the set, like how eerily quiet some studios are. But when you, yeah, we when, when you first started, was there anything that you sort of It was like particularly mysterious, I guess, that you sort of just didn't know about or weren't.
1: Hmm. I think actually, if anything, it was the other way in that it was a really pleasant surprise. I think like. My first job that I worked on was you. Yes. <laughs> I was sitting next to an animator, and he he literally like moseyed she, on over. Yeah, there. she was yeah. sitting next to me and was like, "If you have any questions, please just let me know. Like, I'd I love to help you out." Oh. And then like cracked on with his work. And like anytime there was anything, he he was literally right there and was really really helpful. And Such an angel. I didn't expect that, mm. and I think I've had like more than one experience like that now in the industry, and it's. It's lovely.
0: Oh, it's so... I mean, because, yeah, yeah, it's it's such a friendly industry. And I
1: think that... I
0: think everyone recognises how horribly painful animation can be and, like, stressful with, like, clients and things like that. So I think everyone, or the majority of people, are just really thoughtful and, like, considerate. Yeah. Especially, like, new people knowing how hard it is to get in and making those... Initial connections, yeah, that intimidating environment. I was going to ask if there was anything you felt like people, like more senior people, could do to sort of support that trans, like coming in and like,
1: hmm.
0: I guess just that reaching out.
1: Yeah, I think that reaching out is really important. And when I when I was like super junior on my very first cleanup jobs, I do. There were a couple of animators who they like came up to me and were like oh there's a there's a separate job going on that starts in a couple of weeks if we recommend you would you be up for doing it and That's i so think nice. stuff like that means a lot mm. it's that little bit of validation that they think you're doing a G- decent job yeah, and are totally. happy to pass you on to someone else yeah under their name oh yeah so i think there's a lot of pressure in that yeah What do you mean pressure in the sense of, like... Pressure for the senior to recommend people who are super junior Mm. because you don't want to tarnish your own name by, like, recommending people who aren't necessarily great. I used to get so... Like, I wouldn't recommend anyone Mm. because I was
0: like, what if they do something wrong and then the studio will think that I like somehow inadvertently caused this problem yeah. or like you know you, you want you want to recommend people who are good and who can achieve the goal that the producer wants yeah. and when you you know realize what the producer is looking for you try and like recommend someone who can do that specific thing but I think um you know as time went on I've realized that obviously it's so important to recommend people like that's how people get jobs and that's how like the industry turns over but also you're giving people the opportunity to develop rather than being like no i don't know anyone absolutely because like, yeah. <laughs> that's it's just like super selfish yeah and, and it was just like oh yeah duh i think especially like with freelancing is i feel like you can get very like inward looking
1: yeah
0: forget that you're like part of a team yeah absolutely and And
1: there's nothing wrong with caveating either like oh i would recommend this person yeah they're quite junior but i've worked with them before and they did a good job
0: so that's part one of our freelance animators conversation the second part will go into more detail about our experiences freelancing and we end with an all-important chat about money stay tuned for the next installment and from everyone at she drew that thank you for listening